Welcome to More of That Presents Discographology, the podcast where a Springfield, Missouri band dives deep into a band's catalog, one album at a time. I am Matt. I play guitar. I'm Josh on bass. I'm Logan on guitar. I'm Blake, and I play the drums. And we are More of That. Welcome back to Discographology. This is the podcast where we look at the discography of a single artist, and we'll be starting that the next time you hear us with an artist to be revealed at the end. But as always, uh, before we get into that on these pregame episodes, we like to talk about what we've been listening to lately, what we've purchased, that kind of thing. And to start us off with that, uh, I'm going to throw it over to Matt. Matt, what have you been uh, listening to or, or picked up recently? Well, uh, I took a trip down to the record store uh, last Friday, I believe. I met my wife downtown, and we walked around and went down to stick it in your ear. And uh, I was actually going in hunting for that aleatoric 7-inch that I'd mentioned to you guys that I saw when I picked up the Adrian Fortress, but uh, didn't see that. But they did have a copy of uh, a Clawhammer 7-inch. Uh, hmm. I don't know if any of you guys have ever seen Clawhammer uh, here in town. I don't know if they're still around oh, yeah. or not. Um, but uh, it's I, my I remember former landlord. Oh, really? But, yeah, I rented a house from them. That house, no kid division. Yeah, yeah, good people. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't spun it yet, but uh, picked it up there. They actually had a couple copies um, along with some uh, some the fine lines. But uh, but yeah, I was looking forward to it. I was I was glad to have uh, found it. The, uh, there at Stick It. You been listening to anything, um, like online or anything? Um, some. Uh, I've. Truth be told, I've I've had shags kicking around in my head uh, still, <laughs> even from uh, no. from from last week. Uh, and, and of course, also been listening to uh, what what we're going to talk about coming up. All of our uh, our winter records. Yeah, before uh, I, I should have mentioned that up top. But after we talk about what we've been listening to, we're gonna. Talk about our top five winter albums. It's definitely cold enough outside for it, so that is the that's the plan. Uh, Blake, uh, what have you been listening to lately? Uh, thanks for asking, Josh. Um, <laughs> so I haven't really bought much vinyl lately. Uh, my wife just got in the mail um, vinyl from an artist named Claude, who is the I believe this is the first release from Phoebe Bridgers. A record company saddest factory and she was playing claude a bit earlier and it sounded like fun stuff so is it actually fun? she it's gives not, that a big recommend is it fun but, or is it like sad no like reason, it, claude sounds sad no it's actually it's it's like bedroom pop uh it's all, some of it is almost dancey it's it, it's sad sad dance i don't know <laughs> i i haven't gotten that deep into it yet you'd have to ask her um Speaking of my wife, she bought me a Christmas present that is extremely delayed, <laughs> uh, but uh, she just let me know that uh, the ghost vinyl that she had got me, uh, which is a uh, limited edition of Ghost's Meliora album, Ooh. I think I said it right, it's yeah. like a cool splatter one, um, it's finally, finally coming my way. I, again, I was supposed to get that for Christmas, but I, I guess this is... This is Still cool. Um, it's the ghost of Christmas. Been, <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past. I've been streaming some stuff. 
very slowly working through the Mars Volta discography still um, when I'm not doing anything else. Um, I gave the Bedlam and Goliath a, a listen for the first time ever. This is the one where they change drummers. And well, first of all, the album is impressive. I, I need more listens. Uh, that drummer sure likes snare rolls. <laughs> the album is like Thomas Pridgen. Mostly, yes. So, like, just extremely fast rolling on the snares and the toms, and it's wild stuff. Um, I think that that wax simulacra song is like just two minutes of of wankery, and I mean that in the best way. I think that's the one that won them a Grammy <laughs> just because it's so impressive. Just a lot of show offiness. Uh, but there's some cool stuff there. Um, I also want to shout out an artist called Cave Boy, which is like a synth pop female vocal fronted group. It's been releasing stuff for a while. It's extremely up my alley. They had an album in 2020 called Night in the Park, Kiss in the Dark. I'm still catching up on all the good albums from 2020, and this is one of them. Uh, I think it's really dope, Cave Boy. And you know uh, Haley Williams. She did a she did one of these Taylor Swift moves and and did a an album another album out of nowhere because in the times of COVID, one album a year is not enough for artists who are very bored at home. <laughs> the the thing about this one's called Flowers for Vases slash descansos spanish for roadside memorials i think the difference between this and her last lp is this one was recorded entirely during the pandemic recorded entirely by her at her home without the help of other musicians Mm. uh it's different it's a little more subdued a little um it's just uh under understated there's one song on it called my limb which is an absolute banger so I, I need to I need to look into that. I, I haven't checked that out at all. Um I, I heard she dropped that. I don't know. I actually feel like sometimes this this like multi multiple albums a year thing is too much for me because yeah. it, it, it yeah. overwhelms me to the point that I just don't check out anything that artist has put out. I'm just like, ah, oh, it's too much music. I can't get into that right well, now. Are you gonna are you gonna feel that way about Weezer? I already, I mean, I felt like that about Weezer like five albums ago. I mean, <laughs> okay. oh, I've already, oh, oh boy, I don't oh, even know what's about Lo- Logan's got some thoughts on that. I, to be okay. fair to whatever Logan's about to say, though, um, well, I'll get yeah, to that ahead. in a second uh, after that. Logan, what have you been listening to? Is it Weezer, Logan? Are you all, did you have anything else, Blake? No, I, I just wanted to agree with what Josh was saying. It's kind of like uh kind of like the Taylor thing. Kind of like a kind of like a kid A amnesiac. The the first one is usually the better one. It, it's it's weird that way. These yeah. binary albums. Well, I've basically been listening to uh Weezer's Okay <laughs> Human and have been impatiently waiting for Josh to listen to I, it. Okay, yeah. I need to I need and to add that I, onto my it, I wow. stop myself almost every minute of the day. Not texting him, have you listened to it yet? Have you listened to it yet? Have you listened to it yet? Because I keep thinking the next minute he's going to be like, hey, I listened to it. But he never does. I feel feel a little bit like Weezer has this reverse effect of this thing I was thinking about. Like when I listen to music, how sometimes if it's an artist I already have listened to quite a bit and they're established, I give them more of a, a... 
a benefit of a doubt. Like I'll listen to whatever new song they put out multiple times before. I'm like, eh, I don't really like that. Whereas if it's somebody I've never heard of, I'm just like, I don't, I'm not going to listen to it at all. Weezer, that was almost the opposite. Like when they put something new out, I just, I'm like, I'm not even going to check that out. Even though I know who they are. I just, I don't know. I'm so dismissive, maybe too dismissive, I guess. You've been digging it then? Well, I mean, I think it's definitely worth conversation. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I would really like to hear your take on it because okay, it is a very, to... this is a very much, I mean, like I said, I told you, Anthony Fant- Fantano gave it like an eight. He usually doesn't rate things very high or at least the stuff that I've watched. <laughs> um, but it is definitely a different type of Weezer album that I have not heard from them before. Uh I mean, it still has catchy hooks and everything like that, but it's almost like, it's almost, I don't want to undersell it or make it, paint it in a bad way, just from a, a quick judgment, but it's it's like, a, it's almost like he's written or is going to write a Broadway musical next or something. It's, <laughs> it's very orchestrated. It's uh, a lot of piano and like cello and just kind of this different type of Weezer texture that we haven't heard before. So, yeah. I guess I'm a little surprised he hasn't already. Well, yeah, and I don't know. This is I as much as they put out, this one does seem a little bit more reflective, uh especially reflective of the times. A little more, it goes a little bit deeper than a, some of the surface level Weezer stuff that they've been, you know, like Teal album or Pacific Daydream or whatever oh, they put God. out, Black Album or this, I feel like this could be one of those like later albums in their career where in the future it'll be looked back. Well, that was kind of a high spot right there. Um, I'm still not like you know bumping it every day or anything, but there's a couple songs that keep popping in my head. Do um, Do you think some Weezer fan in like 1999 was like, man, they haven't? They're my favorite band. They haven't put anything out in a while, and he wished on a monkey's paw for there to be more <laughs> more Weezer. And now it's like oh they put God. out an album every three months. <laughs> Probably, yeah. The devil laughed. Stop. <laughs> releasing so many albums. That's the thing. If this was like the first album they had put out in, you know, a couple years, I would be like really into it. But I just, it's too much. But other than that. This is like the good one and uh, uh, Van Weezer will just be like hot garbage. Uh, I'm guessing probably. I mean, it's going (laughs) to, they're going to try to dress it up with like, you know, rock riffs and everything, but I still think it's going to be like this weird, cheesy version of Weezer that nobody wants. Rivers uh, is like one for them, one for me. Yeah, I think this one will probably fare better, but that's just I don't know. Um, other than that, I've been listening to some miscellaneous Dire Straits. Um, really? Wow. Only really just uh, Walk of Life over and over and Sultans of Swing. I pre-ordered. What? Uh, haven't been spending that one. That that's all I know. <laughs> um. I pre-ordered the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Secret of the Ooze original soundtrack uh, that also features Vanilla Ice's Ninja Rap and Cool Splatter. So I'm excited about that. Uh, So there's an... I've never think... I never thought I would say this. Lil Yachty featuring Oliver Tree, the song (sighs) Asshole. (laughs) Is it a cover of the Dennis the Miller Dennis song? Leary, uh, Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. <laughs> yeah. It's, Dennis Miller. 
it's definitely an interesting uh, track, and uh, and I'm I really am am, am kind of digging it. Uh, also, I've been watching HBO's Watchmen, and yeah, um, so that kind of got me listening to Trent and Atticus's score for the show. Uh, I have all three uh, of the discs on. Yeah, vinyl. I. I knew at the time that I probably needed to pull trigger on those, but I just I'm like I hadn't seen the show yet, didn't have HBO, yeah. and had a oh, free it's a good ass free score. trial, and uh, I've just really enjoyed it, um, the show, and I'm really starting to like the music. Even though I feel like it's a kind of almost like if it sounds like if Nine Inch Nails scored like a Halloween movie, like if they yeah. kind of did their own take off of the you know, it's okay. extremely analog synthy, yeah. That sounds dope. Uh, yeah. But that's that's me. What about you, Josh? Well, I'm currently looking through my discogs and I have I, I have this problem where well, I have a problem, first off. Just period. <laughs> I have a problem. Uh because yeah. but when I look at the list, I can't remember what the last thing I talked about with you guys was. <laughs> like I'm looking at it like because it's just pretty much nonstop buying stuff. Um I did want to mention that I picked up Finally, uh, the, I'm, I feel like I'm the last person to buy this. Uh, Billie Eilish, I finally picked up uh, when we all fall asleep. Oh, yeah, I interesting. F- I found it. Which version? I got the orange vinyl. I believe it's orange. Target? No, I found it at uh, Heavy Heads. It's like okay. yellowish orange vinyl. I mean, it was used, but yeah, I, um, I believe that one's called Copper. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Um, I think so. They're like 50 colors. I, I, what do you think of the album, though? Oh, I, I've heard the album like online oh, and yeah. stuff, and, and I, I like it. Uh, it. It does about blow my speakers out, because goddamn, did they turn the bass up like on every track. It feels like when the bass drops, it's insane. Um, it's yeah. like all bass. It's got a lot of, of extremely low end, but it's not it's not mastered all that loud yeah. compared to the average like radio stuff. Uh, other than that, uh, I mean, I've picked up quite a bit, but uh, a lot of like kind of holes in collections I've been trying to plug. So I got uh, X Los Angeles, uh, which is oh, I believe the record. first X mm-hmm. album that Ray Manzarek did. Uh, I picked that up. Um, also, at the same time, I got uh, oh, I got Otis Redding, Otis Blue on blue vinyl, which was kind of cool. And the same time I picked that up, I found the seven inch of Interpol Heinrich Maneuver. Oh, cool! Yeah, I was kind of excited for that because I f- kind of forgot about that song. But uh, That's a good song. yeah, yeah. And also, I think I texted you guys. I found the Cramps songs, the Lord taught us, and the Damned, uh, Damn, Damn, Damned on CD, the thrift shop. So I picked up those. Um, yeah, so just. A little bit here and there. I really haven't gotten anything uh, new. And then I lo- even looking at my Spotify, I don't know if I've really had uh, like an artist that put out anything this year yet that I've really gotten into. Um, I feel like I'm just buying a lot of older stuff and uh, listening to older stuff as well. So I don't know. Uh, it's How are that... things on the West Coast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By the way, I didn't realize down. that uh, uh, what's his name, the bass player, was still. I I thought he left like really early. I didn't realize. Uh... No, he's on that album. Yeah, he's. I I looked at their Wikipedia and he's on like that album and the one after. And it the was one like, after. Oh it, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he left way before that because um, that's from like 2007. Um, Interpol, by the way, might be a good candidate for what I'm going to segue us into here, which is our list today. So with it being cold in much of the U.S. 
currently, uh, including where we are in our neck of the woods. It's supposed to, the low on Monday uh, from from now is supposed to be negative five, if you guys didn't see that, uh, which is just going to be crazy. My car is just like encased in ice. I couldn't move it if I (laughs) wanted to. Uh, It's a good time to think about, you know, what are the albums you pull out when it's this season uh, and put on? And and Interpol, to a degree, might be one of those. I don't know. Um, But... We're going to talk about what our top five wintertime albums are. All right, so we're going to talk about the albums that we pull out and put on when we want to hibernate a little bit. And Matt, you want to start us off? What are your top five wintertime albums? Yeah, um, I, I was thinking about this, and uh, you know, thinking about w- what what constitutes a a, a winter album uh you mentioned hibernate uh you know to it and that's i've i've got some that are like that but uh, uh i've got a lot of just kind of winter winter feels and vibes uh in here um so my my first one uh, no particular order is um the Vince uh, Garaldi trio Charlie Brown Christmas hmm. um you know <laughs> it, it's a facile choice perhaps but but that record rules um, you know, you put it on, uh, and it's, you know, every, every year it's, it's like coming, coming back home and playing Scrabble with your mom. Uh, you know, there, there's, <laughs> there's a lot to like, um, you know, obviously the playing is, is excellent. Um, you know, I, Linus and Lucy, of course is, is iconic, but, uh, but there's also some really deep tracks on their skating's good. I like the, the O Tannenbaum shuffle. Um, so yeah, I, I highly recommend it, uh, you know, even if it's a bit obvious. Next more of a up, cr- Christmas one, by the way. I always, I always associate yeah. that one more with Christmas than anything else. But I mean, I guess there are, you know, Linus and Lucy doesn't necessarily mean Christmas. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- th- there's some winter stuff in there. You know, skating is, is, yeah. is in there. But yeah, I, and you know, I, I, I guess you know, Christmas is kind of the, uh, the, uh, uh, the, the first big event of, uh, of winter. Um, next up, the very first line of this record is and if the snow buries my neighborhood uh it's a funeral by arcade oh fire oh. um <laughs> nice you know uh josh you you would uh turn me on to this uh back when it came out I, I don't know if it was during winter i felt like it might have been um you know but but uh songs about winter um Leica has sleigh bells I, I was listening to that today and i'd forgotten about the the sleigh bells on on Leica, the the second track um it, it does sound kind of like they're 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 getting out of that toronto winter and and making their way down to the caribbean by the time the record's over but uh, <laughs> i i definitely uh you know get, get winter winter vibes from uh from funeral and then uh next up uh, and, and this one, I think there might be there might be some crossover on. I, I hope I'm not, you know, blowing up everybody's spot going first. But uh, next winter album is uh, "Adore" by the Smashing Pumpkins. The art says winter. the The drum machine feels like winter. the The kind of crackly guitars feel like winter. I, I, I just the, the whole the whole uh, album is is frozen trees. Uh, you know, blowing around in the wind, um, and and, and I, I feel like it's kind of a uh, the other side of of the coin to uh, Siamese Dream, which uh, I always feel is kind of like a, a very summer um, oriented album, and and then in between you've got Melancholy, and I feel like it's kind of its uh, 
I, I don't know that, that, that I can classify that as, uh, you know, on, on our, our seasonal uh, matrix. It's, it's here. Night, night and day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, there's uh, uh, other celestial uh, bodies uh, involved there. If I could uh, jump in really quick, I it's weird for me uh, because I totally agree with what you're saying that I, I would think normally that Adore is very much a wintertime album. Unfortunately, though, for me, I bought it the day that it came out, and it was in the middle or like the very beginning of June, and it was like <laughs> I, I had done like a car wash at my church that day. It was like, sw- like you know, just mood. wet, and sunburnt, and I'm like, I'm gonna go listen summer to at the Smashing Pope, yeah, and, and like, and it was right in the middle of summer, so. I've never been able to enjoy it as a winter album, but uh, you drop that I, needle. I do on, agree. <laughs> you drop that needle on to Sheila, and it's like, wait, what? Per- yep. Perfect is pretty summery. I could, you know, the song "Perfect" I can see as being yeah. kind of a, it's, a summer it's spring. type song. Yeah, light yeah. and breezy. But yeah, to Sheila for sure, and uh, some of those very, very cold, frigid kind of sound. Yeah. Um, another one here. This is a, a record uh, that I think has already come up on our. Uh, on our blind buy episode. Uh, but, uh, for me, it's kid a by Radiohead. Um, it's, it's like the winter of the future, future, future. Uh, you, you know, you look, you look at the album cover, it's this weird, you know, kind of glacier mountain with, you know, uh, with a techno filter, the kid a title track, uh, you know, really puts you in, in, in a, a winter mood. Just that there's a, there's a coolness to the whole uh, the whole album, I think, that uh, really you know puts me in that uh, in that wintertime mood as well. It, you know, all the way to the um, the the secret track, uh, just you know, so much kind of swirling synth and um, you know, kind of that that wind and atmospheric feel to it uh, coming. The, the whole Id- idiotech uh, ice age coming. You know, yeah. yeah, very cold. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, um, much like uh, how Melancholia is is a night and day record, I I had thought about this because this band is very is very wintry to me, and the and the band is is Modest Mouse, and and I think a a logical choice for this category from them would, would be the Moon and Antarctica. You know, those are both uh, cool or cold places, but. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's the 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 winter album of theirs for me. That that's kind of more of like a uh, an outer space uh, album or, or or planets and and celestial bodies. Uh, the winter album for me for Modest Mouse is their uh, their debut. Uh, this is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. Um, just from the start, uh, you know, this is the soundtrack to uh, you know driving on on a deserted road in winter like a scene from Fargo or you know anywhere in in, in the northwest uh you know th- this is going to be your 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 soundtrack for that trip um the arrangements are are so so sparse and 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 cool uh the vocals are are very um you know kind of harsh in in a, in a biting way that that, that, that's kind of cold. Um, I, I just, you know, I really enjoy this record, but it, it's definitely very much a, uh, a, a winter time, uh, kind of record, uh, to put on. 
you know, title uh, Dramamine, the, the opening track, is is very good. And, and then I think they finally kind of start to thaw a little bit towards the end. Uh, probably my favorite rec- uh, track on that record is uh, Talking Shit About a Pretty Sunset. Hmm. Nice. Cool. Yeah, uh, I I didn't I can't believe I didn't even think of Modest Mouse, but that that totally works. I think I might have picked Lonesome Crowded West, but that's just a completely subjective point of view. What did you pick, Blake? Well, there was enough c- crossover b- between me and Matt, uh, frankly, <laughs> already without Modest Mouse. Um, <laughs> Logan touched on it. Uh, it I think. Uh, the time of year that you bought the album, the the time that you first heard it, the, the season that you have memories of listening to it is is what's most important here. At least it was in my mind. And although this was hard when I when I started going, the the albums that I associated with winter were were too many for me to narrow down. <laughs> so stick with me. I did a top ten. I'm just gonna run through them. <laughs> Um, because like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, so I'll run through my top 10 real quick. This ain't top Um, 10, it's top five. Well, call me David Letterman because I've got 10 for you. Uh, Death Cab for Cutie. Uh, I could have just as easily done Transatlanticism, but I didn't. I settled on the photo album. Two songs in a row, Blacking Out the Friction and I Was a Kaleidoscope. Two songs in a row about cold weather. Uh, number two, Decembrous, Crane Wife. Mm. I don't know. It just is. Agreed. Uh, three, th- th- these, you agree with that? Yes. Okay, then it's not just me. These are not in any particular order, by the way. The third one I had is Arcade Fire's Funeral. <laughs> um, it really is uh, a winter album. Uh, the wife and I were talking about it last night, and I I believe uh, Rebellion Lies to be the banger. Uh, by a mile on that album, I believe she said "Wake Up" was. Wake Up's Do pretty you have great. An opinion on that, Matt? Those those are both good. Uh, I really like uh, "Un and Sans Lumiere." Uh, that that's that's the one that I kind of gravitate the, the most to. But uh, you know, in in keeping with our theme, you know, they're they're even making tea on that record. I, I love the uh, the the different uh, kettles recorded on. Um, I th- it, neighborhood number four kettles, I think is the is the track, but. Man, I need to. Yeah, I need to give more lists to that. It's 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 been a while. Um, okay, Pixies, Surfer Rosa. Almost almost mm. every Pixies album is associated with winter for me for some reason. Probably because the times I first heard them. But I went with that one as as the most quintessential. Um, Churches, every open eye. Don't ask me why. Um, this one, this next one is as about as wintry as it gets in my sense memory. Sigur Rose. And the album title is <laughs> Agitas oh. Birjun. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I, I had thought about that. that as well. That's a good one. It's so it's like moving in slow motion in in a and it it doesn't hurt that they're Icelandic, you know. <laughs> it's fjord music. Um, yeah, the land of the ice and snow. Uh, moving along, <laughs> pin back self titled. Mm. If you don't know Pinback, check them out. Matt should listen to Pinback. Matt, have you listened to Pinback? Matt doesn't. I, oh, man. I have not listened to Pinback 
uh, you have you have recommended Pinback, and I'm going to rectify that. Yeah, I, good. I, I, think I know that Pinback song though that uh, local Mr. band Punch Mr. Did. Punch covered. Yeah, Penelope. I believe you would like them. Um, okay, had to do this. The Downward Spiral um, by Nine Inch Nails. This is an album I I don't think I can make myself listen to in the, on a sunny day <laughs> or in warm weather. Like I just want it to be as as wintry outside as it is in my soul when I spin <laughs> this great great record. Um, Phoebe Bridgers, "Stranger in the Alps," is very wintry to me. And finally, um, I, it wouldn't be an episode of our show without me mentioning this record. Uh, Radiohead's Kid A, of course. <laughs> uh, we're we're gonna need a bell. Uh, yeah, yeah. That album art, it's like Matt said, it's snowy mountains. I mean, and and I, I wrote down that this, the the songs and the sounds just sound cold to me. That that the coldness of Idiotech is palpable, and it, it, that's true of of most of the songs on there. It's there's no record like it, even uh, even twenty years later. Uh, with all the advances in electronic stuff, um, it's I can hardly even describe the mood. But I, I think I first listened to it in winter, and I never look back. So that's my top ten. Sorry, once again. No, that's all right. I, I mean, not to get too poetic about it, but I, I think part of the thing with Kid A is that it's it's got these like silences, and it reminds me of like how when you go outside after it's snowed, how it's very quiet. You know, everything's very still and yeah. quiet. It, it's it's got that kind of a sound. You know, like everything is yeah, just sure. snowed and frozen. <laughs> it's just quiet. The, the, I, the bell I tones. Think of driving in the snow. Yeah, yeah, driving in the snow. The the bell tones on the title track, the Kid A, the dun 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 yeah. dun. It just yeah, it just screams ice and snow. Yeah, Logan, what do you got? Well, I guess I'll use that as a good diving board into uh, why I think your subjective opinions are wrong. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Kid A but, is summer all the way. Well, again, that was a fall album uh, for me, <laughs> so I associate that with uh, Back to School. Um, okay. But the Radiohead album for me that is the quintessential winter album is OK Computer. Mm. I bought that in December of 97. And I remember it being very snowy at Lake of the Ozarks. I remember just a lot of Christmas lights. Uh, I remember listening in my headphones on my Discman, you know, just seeing snowscapes and a cold lake and at nighttime and stars. And I just, you know, I can't listen to like let down without hearing just like this kind of wintry kind of vibe to me. Um, another a- one. Air airbag is... has sleigh bells, by the way, as well. <laughs> um, oh yeah, it, it starts with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think, but very much, I you know, I I associate with when I listened, you know, when it was winter, when it was cold, and the albums that I was just listening to by it ch- at chance that you know turned into these quintessential albums for me. Another is that you mentioned earlier, Blake, is the Mars Volta, the Bedlam, and Goliath from oh. 2008. I remember it came out in January. Again, uh, there was snow here in Springfield. It was kind of a surprise album drop, and I found out as soon as I got the album that they were actually playing in Kansas City within like a day or two. 
and I it was already sold out, and I frantically, after hearing the album, went to try to like buy tickets from a scalper. <laughs> oh my god! And I ended up like meeting this guy outside the Beaumont Club in Kansas City to buy t- uh, purchase tickets from him, and got to see uh, the Mars Volta um, right after they released uh, this album, and it was amazing. I, I hate to know what you paid. I don't even remember. Don't even <laughs> remember. Uh, another one for me is I think of uh, Lake of the Ozarks and winter albums was uh, Smashing Pumpkins' Machina 2, Friends and Enemies of Modern Music. I'd met a guy at a music store that would, uh, I could pay him. He was, he was making money off of me because I was a stupid kid. Um, but he would, da- he would download and burn off CDs of like rare Weezer tracks for me and rare Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> stuff. And I'd, you know, give him 25 bucks and he'd send me like four, four CDs worth of like music. Um, Interesting racket there. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I remember <laughs> getting uh, Machina 2 and it was definitely snowing huge flakes outside. And I remember standing outside this parking lot um, or sitting it outside of this place that I worked at in this parking lot and huge flakes coming down and listening to this album for the first time. Um, another one is Pink Floyd Animals from 1977. Mm. Had um, it on my list. I uh, I think I received that as a Christmas uh, gift on CD, and I think it was my senior year of high school or so, and I remember I had a, a photography project and went out to this cemetery that I used to live by, and it had just snowed, and I was taking pictures that would end up be used that I use for the artwork for some of uh, Fatherton's uh, The Fragrance Divine. And uh, I remember listening to Pink Floyd Animals really for the first time and it just getting this very wintry vibe from it. Uh, another one is the Appleseed cast, uh, Low Level Owl, Volume 1 and 2. Uh, they're from Lawrence, Kansas. And they... The, it's the type of album where I just feel like it's a it's an icy road trip kind of uh, music. It's it's stuff where you're just traveling around the Midwest and it's covered in a blanket of snow or ice and just dreary but kind of pretty in this you know it, just kind of its own glow. Um, I highly recommend those two albums. Uh, it's a double album, but I think they're kind of released you know kind of staggered, uh, but great music. And then I did have a couple honorable mentions. I guess I'll throw on there. Uh, I they're by, both by the same band. They have two albums that I, I I remember, but they're both by Not a Surf, Let Go, and The Proximity Effect um, from Proximity Effects from 1998, and Let Go is 2002. Uh, but those are both very much so albums that I listen to in the winter time when the um, and associate heavily. So. Blizzard of 77. It's the first track yep. on Let Go. I also had Let Go on my list, but I, I ultimately took it off because for me, outside of Blizzard of 77, I was trying to think of other winter associations I had with it, and I, I guess I don't really have many. Um, also, uh, Modest Mouse came up as well. Um, I, I will say the one big crossover, I also have Radiohead Kid A. <laughs> on my list oh my God. <laughs> um so i'm not going to say wow. much about it at all but i i do have it on the list um another one that i have on my list that's a kind of honorable mention but that i've talked about before is sufjan stevens greetings from michigan 
Uh, it's hard to beat that as a winter album. It's I almost everything said is Illinois. so freaking cold on that album. <laughs> uh, yeah, Illinois is a good, but Michigan, man, it's like every song is about icy. You know, everything uh. being frozen and sad. Yeah. Uh, it's just a sad <laughs> frozen album. Yeah. Um, so aren't they all? Yeah. So what I've got my my five here that are left and uh, in in no particular order. Uh, the first one is the Jayhawks, um, which are a kind of seminal alt country band of the early nineties and their album, Hollywood town hall, which, um, I'm guessing I'm the only person that's ever listened to that album. (laughs) Uh, Does it have a snowy album cover? It does. Yes. I think I might have it. Really? Okay, so it's well, it's, or at one point I did. I think my mom picked me up some CDs. Like, okay, you need to listen to this stuff, and I, I think it, I listened to that. Yeah, that time. doesn't seem like it would be in your wheelhouse, but uh, I could be wrong. I don't know. Uh, it's it, it's pretty uh, alt country, uh, but yeah, the cover is a them sitting on a couch in front of a church, and it's just snow. Yeah, yeah, everywhere. That's it. Uh, so. Yeah, and the first track is called Waiting for the Sun. So, I mean, it, it just is a, it's a winter album to me, for sure. Um, then I've got Fleet Foxes, the first Fleet Foxes album, self-titled one. Um, I mean, I think that that's kind of actually become, uh, in some ways, a winter standard for people. The song White Winter Hymnal that's on that album was covered by Pentatonics. And if you go right now to like Spotify or something, it's it's always in like Christmas playlist and stuff. Even though it's not a Christmas song at all, uh, it's just about winter. And people love pentatonics and uh, and acapella <laughs> stuff. But that first Fleet Foxes album is is a very overall to me a very chilly kind of sounding album, including songs like White Winter Hymnal. Some Christmas songs are just about snow and riding in sleighs. They don't necessarily have to be about. I I the think birth with the, the other Lord. thing with Fleet Fox, <laughs> I think the other thing with the Fleet Foxes album is that they put so much effect on their vocals that like it always sounds like they're singing in a huge room. Oh yeah, um, that they they put a, a ch- church auditorium. What do you yeah, call it? that space that spaciness cathedral that's uh, it gives me um gives me some. Uh, winter vibes for some reason. Um, the next one is maybe going to be controversial here because, uh, I, but I'm prepared to defend it. The first Coldplay album, Parachutes. I bought I, it when it came out. I will defend that album. I, that is a good album. <laughs> um, Matt knows I used to be really, those first two Coldplay albums, when they came out, I was way into those two albums. Like, I, I still think those are pretty good albums, uh, Parachutes and Rush of Blood to the Head. I can't vouch for anything beyond that um, as far as quality, but that first one is is pretty good, and I, I can't really say why it reminds me of, of Winter. Uh, it possibly is because the first track on it, Don't Panic, uh, was a song that Matt and I's first band in high school covered, and I want to say we covered it at our first show, which was during the winter, maybe. That's the only thing I can really think of. Like, I associate that album and song with winter because of playing it around that time. Matt, do you nice. recall that at all? 
I, I definitely remember uh, playing it at at that show, or it, it was at least winter adjacent, uh, and and I could uh, definitely see how how that would uh, come up as a winter album. It, I actually, you know, as I was just kind of skipping through uh, YouTube uh, at work today, um, had Coldplay come up and thought, oh, that that would actually be a pretty good, uh, pretty good entrant. Um, so so yeah, I, I would uh, I, I would agree with you that that that's got yeah. some some winter vibes. I mean, it has a song on it called Shiver as well. <laughs> like, I think it's got some other things as well. It, it's uh, it's cold up there in merry old England. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next two are are, uh, the, are really wintry, and one of them I'm surprised, Matt, you did not have on your list, actually. Um, so Low, the band Low, Things We Lost in the Fire, which was actually recorded at Electrical Audio by Mr. Steve mm-hmm. Albini. Should give a shout out there. Um, has anybody ever listened to Low? I've heard some stuff back in like, it was probably like 2003 or something. Yeah. They, it it wasn't, I just remember it wasn't really my wheelhouse. Yeah. They're, they're very, uh, slow. (laughs) Um, I don't know what you would call that genre, but it's everything is very slow Mm -hmm. and, and very subdued and like almost lulls you to sleep. And, and Logan, I would agree with, I think like 85% of their catalog. I I really don't know much about them beyond this one album, but this particular album, I remember I bought it on the um, suggestion of Corey Hudson of the Adrian Fortress of ring a bell there. Um, But that's most likely where I heard, uh, yeah, some of Lowe's stuff is probably from uh, Nick or so, and 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 so and I, I pick, heard it from you. Yeah, I probably played it at Subway. I'm sure I put people to sleep or something. Um, but <laughs> but Subway soundtracks. I don't know why this album is just wintry to me, but it is. It's just so slow and and everything. Things sounds that are slow frozen. moving are more more wintry, um, like, like the cigarettes. Yeah. But my my final one, and the one I'm surprised, Matt, that you did not have, is Pedro the Lion. It's hard to find a friend. I I did think about Pedro. Yes, I. I mean that that album. I think part of it is the, the art is all white, <laughs> and I think the white. I think of snow, but also, I mean, it has a song on there called "The Longest Winter," and and just lots of songs that are very cold sounding. Um, not only the longest winter, but also, um, you know, um, help me out, Matt. What are some other ones on there? I'm trying to, I'm blanking. Bad Diary Days. Yeah, Bad uh, Diary Days is, the big is on one. there. Big, uh, big Trucks. Um, I think big The Well is on there as big well. Big Trucks? Big Trucks. You, big Whatever. Trucks. Whatever. I wrote that shit <laughs> back in 1996. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Logan, call the lawyer. <laughs> I got him on the phone now at the more of that cave. I actually wonder Sue. what what year did it's hard to find a friend. I didn't look this up. I should have. I it was probably two thousand. November third, nineteen ninety eight. Oh, ninety eight. Okay, it was a little earlier than ha. I thought. But yeah, the, the longest winter, especially uh, "Secret of the Easy Yoke," is another one on there that just reminds me of of winter. But yeah, so those are my uh, those are our winter albums. Hopefully, you can. Uh, Maybe throw those on uh, or throw a song on here or there and maybe it'll warm you up. Or I guess it would chill you down, right? It would probably uh, make you feel a little chillier. (laughs) You want something that's a little cozy, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of the longest winter, I noticed no one had the long winters. No one a fan (laughs) of Bean Dad? (laughs) I I, I know what you're speaking about, yes. I have not heard 
much uh, long winters. I, I've sought out a couple and and just kind of said, huh, I I I I have been a fan of uh, John Roderick's podcasts. Um, yeah. So same is, a little bit. Is he same. the Bean Guy? Um, he he's Bean he Dad. Is, okay. He is indeed the Bean Dad. I've seen the Long Winters opening for Death Cab. Um, he did not bring any beans. He didn't use any slurs. <laughs> Wait, oh. does he use slurs? Okay, we, this is getting into a whole other thing. Yeah, well, we're not. We're I, not going to go I don't there. Know. But um, I got off Twitter, and my life has been better. And <laughs> oh. also at the same well. time, I'm out of the loop on everything. Um, uh, miss being dead. Hey, really yeah. quick, I just had one uh, quick realization that it popped into my head that I totally forgot about. But uh, Zwan, Mary, Star of the Sea, oh. I remember mm. that came out in yeah. like January or something. I remember Drury Campus was just covered in snow, and I was walking around with my discman listening to it for the first time. <laughs> and even though it's a very summery kind of album, I totally associate you know heavy winter snow and blizzard conditions <laughs> by the way that album not on spotify i don't know yeah. what the deal yeah. is with stream, solo streaming album, stuff future embrace isn't on there and i don't think zeitgeist is on there either um i i would totally do a one-off episode on mary star of the sea by the way i think that'd be fun even i had that one yeah well really? uh yes I yeah. I yeah um well speaking of of talking about albums so we're getting ready to head into our next artist and it is it is my pick um and so uh, the next artist we will be covering on the next episode is a tribe called quest we're gonna go in a hip-hop direction something we we haven't done yet part of the reason i chose it is because of that one to go in a uh, a different direction a little bit so we're going to start covering a tribe called quest uh starting next time with their first album people's instinctive travels and the paths of rhythm and yeah i'm looking forward to talking about it with everybody so please uh listen next time and, and maybe listen to it before you listen to the episode to get our you know history and thoughts on it um it's but, a lot of fun. If you're apprehensive, the album is very fun. That's it is all very fun. It is, uh, yeah. I'm excited to hear everyone's thoughts, so I, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but we'll talk about it next time. But yeah, that's it. So uh, anybody have anything else to say? Uh, yeah. you. I think we mentioned this on a previous episode, but uh, our new single, Blink, Parenthesis, and you'll uh, miss yes. it, uh, is now available on all streaming platforms. So Ooh. go check that out if you haven't already. Awesome. Download it. All right. Stream it. Well, we'll see you next time to talk about Tribe Called Quest. Uh, thank you. Stay warm, everybody. <laughs> yeah, stay warm.